Welcome to Closing Day. This podcast is for anyone looking to get into their very first home. The steps to buying a property are complicated. How much house can I afford? Where do I start? Should I just rent for the rest of my life? Hear from industry experts and get the answers. If you're looking to purchase your first home, you are in the right place. This podcast will help you get closer to closing day. We're back with another episode of Closing Day. And today we sat down with Tia Moore, realtor and owner of Next View Home Professionals. When are you ready to buy a house? What percentage of first-time homebuyers land 100% of their must-haves on the list? And what are the first steps, like step zero to one, uh, to get started? These are some of the questions that we tackle today. Enjoy the episode. Well, cool. So can you talk to us a little bit about um, just advice that you might have for a first-time home buyer just getting started? Um, that's a great question. I met with two first-time home buyers yesterday, um, just going through what to expect and going through the process. And the advice that I gave them is um, the focus on affordability on your purchase, focus on the location of where you purchase, and um, and then the distance, which is kind of location too, but how it affects you when you go to and from work. So, yeah. or the things that you have to do. So those were, that is the advice I always give because, and I know it sounds like a cliche when you say location, 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 but it's a big deal. I purchased one time really far out of the city and I, it was a bad decision. It was not a good choice. And at that time, when I purchased that home, I did not use a real estate agent. And it was at that moment that I had wished, <laughs> once I realized it was not a good option, I wished I would have used a realtor and we think we know everything from Google and we can figure it out on our own, but you really do right. need to talk to somebody that does it every single day. Cause they're going to have so many different perspectives and help you, you know, stay away from, you know, some bad decision-making. That yeah. You might. Well, that's interesting. So you, you bought a home. Was this your first home? No, this is a, a second, third. Yep. Yeah, second, second home mm-hmm. without a real estate agent. And, and then here you are today helping people, buy homes to avoid mistakes that you made? Is that, yeah. is that kind of one of the, and yeah. so what, what were some, uh, you mentioned distance, um, but uh, what would you recommend for step one for somebody who's looking to get, you know, they, they don't know, okay, do I need a realtor? Do I not need a realtor? But they're also yeah. wondering, should I rent versus own? What's like the first step that you recommend somebody take when they're getting started? Well, the, that is a perfect question. And I answer that in, I do have a podcast called Next View Podcast, and we have an episode on that very topic. And I tell people, the first thing you should do is talk to your friends and family and ask for a referral first. Uh, um, ask for a referral for a real estate agent because, and, and I always say start with a real estate agent because I feel like we're a little bit of a hub because we can help you find a, a reputable loan officer. We know their track records. Um, we can help you, you know, just figure out what the locations are. And we can also go through, you know, a consultation with you. So I always say at least start and have a conversation with your friends and family and get somebody that has been referred. If for some reason you don't have a network, maybe you just moved to a new city or for whatever reason, your network may not be the best option to go start at, you can do a Google search. But I would say focus on reviews. Start the way that I focus, reviews, yeah. I always focus on reviews and I don't know if anybody else does this, but reviews are 
reviews, I always look for the negative reviews, not because I want to weed per a person out, but I like to see how they respond to things because it yes. always says, you can always tell what kind of character they have based on their response. So, smart. Um, so yeah. for some reason, yeah. So for some, for some reason, their network is not an option. I, you can start with Google and then, you know, interview a couple of different realtors to find out who is the best fit for your needs. Yeah. So yeah. Find, hire the real estate agent that listens to you. That's the best advice. I oh, I like that one too. Yeah. <laughs> hire the real estate agent that listens to you. Mm -hmm. um, and I also like, yeah, that sort of asking the right questions. You know, you mentioned when I first asked you, how do you know, um, you know, what, what, whether to rent or to own, you say, well, I usually start with asking questions because there are so many variables here. Um, mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about when it might not be the right time to buy or when you might talk with somebody and they sit down and, you know, of course your team wants to sell homes, but what are those situations where you say, you know, it's, it's, this actually isn't the choice that you should be making right now. Great question. Um, when you're really unsure of where you're at. So I've, I've spoken to people before and they're about to experience some type of a job change. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe that job change could come within that time that they're in escrow, which is never a time to switch jobs because that can affect their ability to secure a loan. Yeah. So if they're about to embark on a change that's going to affect their financial stability, then I would say that's the time, probably not the best time to purchase. Um, let's see, what are some other times? That's the biggest one I'd say. You said escrow. Can you explain that for folks? Yeah. So escrow is when you have entered into an agreement to purchase a home mm -hmm. and all parties are in agreement, I guess, for you to purchase a home. The seller agrees, you've agreed. And you go through a period of ownership transfer, I guess is the best way to explain it. So yeah. during that time, at least the way that we have it set up is there'll be a title company that is involved in Arizona. We don't use attorneys. We use a title and escrow company. Okay. And um, they will make sure that there's clear title on the house, meaning when you take ownership of the house, any liens that were there for the, from the prior owner are cleared before you take ownership of the house. And we're, they're going to make sure that there's no fines and things like that. And making sure that all parties have complied to the contract that you've agreed upon. So it's ultimately a waiting period between ownership transfer. Okay. Makes sense to me. <laughs> um, but it's one of those, again, things that it's sort of the language of real estate, understanding the yeah. language of real estate. Yeah. Um, what does a typical day look like in the life of someone who's working with first time home buyers and selling and buying homes? Like what, what does a day in the life of a realtor look like for folks who are sort of oblivious to that world that don't know, oh, is am, am I your only client? Am I one of 20? Am I one of two? Yeah, what does that, look that's like? a, that is a fair question because I feel like it's an elusive world. People don't understand. So yeah. we run our business like a business, right? So I say that because it is important. I know that some people get into real estate and they're just in it, but they're, they're not operating as a business. And so one of the things that we do is every single morning we meet and go over what, um, what the prior day looked like and what anything that needs to be followed up on. And then we do what we call lead follow-up where we call whomever that, you know, has inquired with us, somebody that's registered on our website, ultimately it's generating business. So yeah. we're, we're going through our list and we're, we're focusing on the activities that's going to help generate business into our, um, into our team. 
Mm -hmm. So we're calling, we're following up, we're texting, we're emailing, and we're following up with any of our clients that have had questions about whatever. So from eight to, from, from 8 a.m. to about 11 is when we focus on new business. And from 11 onward is when we focus on our current business. So, yeah. That's and then so we're showing properties, you know, that might, that might include showing properties that might include working on marketing materials. We do a lot of stuff on social media, mostly on Facebook. We do some stuff on Instagram too, but a big part of our, our, our um, social media footprint is in Facebook. Um, so we may do things that are specific to that, putting out content, putting out information, um, mm. going training. We're always educating ourselves, getting continuing education so that we can be the best we can possibly be for our clients. That's huge. Yes, it is. Um, and like I said, sometimes it's going to show properties to people. Sometimes it's going to sit in consultations and going through um, talking to homeowners and going through what the process looks like if they're interested in selling their homes. Because a lot of times people are ready to sell. They just need to know where they need to start. So um, right. if, we're do, if we're meeting with buyers, sometimes it's a home buyer consultation where we go through, okay, this is what it looks like from start to finish in the, pro in the process. So that way, once you're ready to purchase your house, you're not, or once you're ready to start looking at homes, you're not confused on what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. Want to make sure you have a very clear picture before we ever set foot in the first home, just because the more information you have, the more confident you'll be once you do make that decision. Sure. Um, and then, like I said, we'll be, we'll look at homes. We preview homes before we take our buyers to them because we want to make sure oh. based on everything that they've told us in the consultation, that we're actually showing them homes that fit their needs. You can't always get a really good feel from a house with just the photos. So we want to make sure when we go and preview, we want to make sure there's nothing in there that's a deal breaker. Makes so sense. If it is, we can help save them time. They don't have to leave work for lunch if that house doesn't fit. They don't have right. to come rush to the house after work if it's not a good fit for them. We, you know, we give them the choice. We say, hey, just so you know, we looked at this house. It didn't have these three things that you said were must-haves. And these are the things that it did have. And we let them, you know, say yes or no, if they're still interested in doing that property. Yeah. I'll bet you have to have that conversation a lot that this house did not have your must, two of your must haves. And I'm curious as to how you approach that, because I'm guessing sometimes you work with folks with a long list of must haves that this house doesn't actually exist anywhere in the world. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes, um, yeah. When I say that that initial consultation, that is huge because it we really narrow it down to a very tight um, understanding of what they need. And so usually the list isn't super long by the time we finish the consultation and we explain to them where we are in our market, what mm -hmm. to expect. And we also even go through some homes. We'll, we'll pull them up on our on our on our screen in the conference room and say, okay, this is what we see on the market. Would you like something like this? Or would that be a deal breaker? Because usually once you start pulling up pictures, people can tell you, well, I could live with that. Mm, if yeah, right. Like that. right. Oh, that so, doesn't look so bad. Yeah, so the average home buyer that works with us, they usually make a decision within viewing five homes. Oh, wow. um, and we yeah, always- Less than I would have thought. Yeah, and the nice thing is because we preview our homes first, um, and it's five that they've actually seen in person. And sure. because we preview the homes nine times out of 10, they choose the first one. Like I said, us getting to know wow. our client and getting understanding what's important to them, like maybe it's their family and they, you know, they have a lot of family that comes over and they, 
they cook a lot or they entertain in the backyard and things like that. Yeah. Understanding that and making it our business and our goal to make sure we help them achieve that dream that they're envisioning. Um, we're going to be able to do that because we, we were so interested in it. So when we go and we're previewing these homes, we're going to get that feel. And so we're going to always show them the best house first. So that's why a lot of yeah. times they choose, they may choose the first one. They may see the five, but nine times out of 10, they come back to that first one. Got it. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, those are great stats to track also as your business. Like, Hey, we have a really great success rate for finding you the right home, which is cool. Yeah, we do. Um, well, great. Tia, this has been awesome. I want to enter into our famous segment we call closing time, where we ask you a couple questions um, okay. that we try to ask each guest. You've okay. answered one about kind of the first step that most people take in their real estate journey. Mm -hmm. I'm also curious about um, any sort of book or resource or education that somebody can do on their own before maybe they under they decide that, yep, I'm ready to, I'm ready to contact a realtor and start this home buying process. Um, anything that you might recommend to somebody in sort of the renting versus owning stage of their lives? Oh, that's a good question. And you said it has to be a book? Yeah, it can be any sort of resource. It could be a website. It could be um, even a tip. If you have a tip for somebody that's in that stage, it's not necessarily their first step to home buying, but maybe they're you know, saved up 1% of a down payment and they're trying to get to that elusive 20%. So it could okay. be a financial tip also. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to say a couple of things and yeah. I don't mean to keep plugging my podcast, but we do discuss these things on my podcast. So, cool. um, on next view podcast, we have our, what we are calling our home buyer series. And so we, we do go through what are the steps when you're purchasing a home. And I, the episode that we're, we're putting out this week is what happens once you've made an offer on a house where we're going through the inspection process, mm -hmm. but we talk about loan officers. We talk about that thing. So that could be a resource. Um, Realtor.com is a good place and has a lot of tips and tricks. And one of my favorite financial, you know, gurus is Dave Ramsey. So yeah. you know, Dave Ramsey gives really great tips on um, how to save for your down payment or how to prepare for home ownership. So that could be a good place too. information changes all the time. Yes. And, and the, the, the best advice I could say is if, if you, once you've done those things, call a realtor, call somebody that's going to listen to you and not try to push you into purchasing right now, but is just happy to be a resource for you and answer some of those questions you may have. Because even if you go to those resources, you may not get all of what you're looking for because your situation may be different than the next person. So, um, so I, you know, there's not a, there's not one book because yeah, not one. There's a lot of lots to think about and they age out. They really do. So Dave Ramsey seems to come up a lot and he does seem to be in some ways timeless or at least yeah. in the last decade. Like, Hey, don't get underwater on a house. Like, you know, yeah. basic principles that you can listen to and say, okay, I can get behind that, you know? Yeah. Cause they're common sense principles. Yeah. It's very, Often they are. You're right. Yeah. So I think that's why it's probably timeless. <laughs> yeah. Right. Common sense should be timeless, right? It should be. <laughs> um, and how can people find out more about you, Tia? So I'm on social media. So I'm on okay. Instagram at NextViewTia. We'll make sure to link these up too. Yeah, I don't. Okay, so I'm going to tell people. I don't post a lot on my timeline, but I post constantly in my stories. Okay, good to know. Um, so you got to follow. Follow too. Yeah, that's I, the most people talk to me in the story. So that's what I say in there. That's it. Um, <laughs> and then Facebook. I'm on Facebook. It's under Tia Moore. 
and my team is Next View Home Professionals. We're also on Facebook and Instagram under that same name. And um, I can, you can call me. My number is 480-281-3078. And my website is www.nextviewre.com. Nextviewre.com. Tia, thank you very much for sharing that. And thank you for your insights today. I think uh, our, our listeners will get a ton out of it. Um, in the, especially those in the Phoenix area, contact Tia <laughs> and her team. Uh, but great insights on some tips, on some tactics to successfully navigate the home buying, home buying process. So thanks for your time. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.